Football on off the ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. Now, a knee injury may well have hampered the start of a second spell at Juventus for Paul Pogba, but the French midfielder back in the news and perhaps one of the most remarkable stories we're going to hear all year. It involves Pogba himself, a hex being placed allegedly on Kylian Mbappe, and also extortionists taking Pogba into an apartment in Paris with M16 rifles and eventually getting themselves what was the daily limit that can be taken out of a bank account in France. Around €100,000 was handed to them in cash to try and keep them quiet as they claimed that they are owed money over the last decade. A most remarkable story, only one man to break it down for us really. Bonjour, Philippe Auclair, how are you getting on? Um, All right, even though I could do without this kind of story to be honest, I think as uh, most people would. It's as non-football a story as we could ever imagine. It's not the first extortion story in football or even in French football, but the details of this one, absolutely remarkable, particularly now that we've had Pogba's brother give his side of the story, and Pogba's brother is reportedly part of this group of extortionists who've been trying to get money from his brother Paul. Yes, I think that what we have to be very careful here is um, just to stick with with the facts the facts that we know and um, fortunately we we can now ascertain what happened as the uh, uh, the french um, uh, investigators uh, have commi- you know uh, i've told a few things about what is going on exactly here um Paul Pogba went back uh, from manchester united at the end of march uh, this year and he went to visit his family and uh, when he went to visit his family, he was basically, I think there's no other word that kidnapped or he was uh, forced to follow a few people who we would call childhood friends, uh, putting inverted commas around the word friends here, who took them to took him to an apartment uh, in the Paris banlieue uh, where there were a couple of guys with balaclavas and assault rifles, as you've heard. And then they proceeded to ask him for uh 13 million euros the justification for that if there can be a justification of any kind being that they had discreetly silently um protected him ever since it became become a professional footballer i mean it's basically extortion here that we're talking about and huge pressure and threats uh being um, made at uh, at pogba and um, you can imagine the impact that on him. And obviously, you know, there's no way he could pay this amount of money. Or he tried, as you said, to uh, get at least uh, a million euros, I believe, um, out of his bank. But of course, the bank wouldn't allow to do these kind of things for money laundering purposes. You know, if you go to your local branch and <laughs> you try to withdraw this amount in cash, I don't think you'll be able to do that. The maximum he was able to get out was 100,000 euros, which he paid to these people. Um, but it's not the only time that uh, he's uh, met those friends. Um, they also went to see him at uh, the training ground uh, when at Juve. Um, there were more threats, more demands made. And amongst the people who had come to Turin, apparently, according to uh, the French investigators, uh, one of these people with his uh, elder, friend, elder brother, uh, Mathias, who could be generously described as a failed professional footballer. And uh, he recognized him amongst the uh, the throng of people who had come to uh, harass and put... And um, so he decided to go and 
to the police and an investigation was opened at the beginning of this month, uh, which is proceeding now and which is why we're hearing about this whole thing. Um, as to why and how um, Kylian Mbappe's name has been linked to that, it's really something I would be very careful to talk about because what it, there's a lot of hearsay here. There's a lot of uh, innuendo as well. Uh, I was talking to, um, well, some kind of source, let's call it that, that in Paris just a, a few few minutes ago. And we both, there's absolutely no reason for any particular uh, problem between Mbappe and, and Pogba. Uh, the idea that uh, he would have asked, um, and it would have been filmed apparently asking a, a friend uh, or his brother to uh, go to a marabout um, to put a curse on Mbappe just, just doesn't make any sense unless it was meant as a joke which maybe it was if it ever happened and the result is this almighty uh, almighty row um, an almighty scandal which obviously will have a big impact not just on Paul Pogba or Kylian Mbappe, but on the French team as a whole, um, you know, just a, a couple of months before the World Cup is supposed to start in Qatar. It's a it's an almighty mess. Um, this type of story, um, you hear about them in football. It's not the first time that I've come across such stories, and I'm sure you've heard some yourselves. And But usually they, they are kept quiet. They don't go in the open. And this time it's different. This time, you know, Pogba is, you know, has been named and the facts are known to um, everybody. So it's it's just incredibly messy, sordid um, and tragic when you think that one of the people involved is Paul Pogba's own brother. Yeah, it is one of those which is, in a way, we can now start piecing the detail together because French publications have been getting the reports from the French police. So they've been able to put yes. a timeline of events really uh, since March um, all together at the same time. But his brother, Matthias, for anyone who probably isn't familiar, he played a bit in the lower leagues in England. I think he's got yep. five caps for the Guinea national team as well. Yep, he does. Uh, I mean, he's not, uh, you know, he's, he's a decent footballer, but he's certainly nothing like uh, close to uh, his brother. So is there a part of jealousy in there? Possibly. I, I don't know. can only surmise that, um, yes, there, there is some bad feeling in the fact that he he's basically betrayed his brother. Mm. And look, with friends who are willing to ask for 13 million yeah. euro at gunpoint, who, who needs enemies, really, um, when you yeah. hear that, Philippe? But this has to be a terrible distraction, I would think, for Paul Pogba. We can talk about the impact it might have on the squad more generally. But for him, as he's trying to get through this treatment on his knee to make sure he can actually make it to Qatar at all, I'm sure the last thing that Paul Pogba would have wanted was both the stress of this, plus the stress of this all playing out publicly now, a couple of months out from the World Cup as well. And the thing is that I would imagine that if this is happening now and this is going public now, this is not the first time he's been put under pressure to help um, old uh, childhood friends. That it's something that he's had to live with uh, for for quite quite some time. In fact, ever since you know he was uh, singled out as as tremendously, um, I mean, a player of tremendous potential, um, beat with Manchester United and then moving to Juventus where he started to earn some pretty serious money. You could imagine that he's been put in that kind of pressure for quite a while and that what is happening now is the consequence, so to speak, 
of um, what has been a part of his life for a long time. And uh, which is one thing, again, I come back to that. There are quite a few stories of that kind circulating in football. And which is something we should keep in mind when we think in particular about players going sometimes through to troughs, through moments which are more difficult in their careers. And because we can only think of them as either the performers we see on the pitch or the young men uh, who are earning an awful lot of money, uh, we don't think about the other side of their of their life. And for many of those young players, um, many of whom come from backgrounds which are you know less privileged shall we say that and uh, who have been surrounded with uh, hangers-on and uh, and parasites no other word for that that's what you have to live with and it has an impact on your performances has an impact on on your life on your emotions on everything i mean it's um yeah it's not something that you would wish on anybody really yeah and the thing is with footballers we're probably very familiar with the story of those hangers-on or an entourage, as it's often called, that are around a player entourage, that, then, yeah. that then look to be handed money for services, which I use inverted commas on, after which they feel they've provided. And in the case of this group, they're claiming it was over a decade that they were providing a discreet service uh, to Paul Pogba, for which <laughs> they now want money. Um, it is a well-worn tale, though, as well, Philippe. I think back to Robert Lewandowski, who previously um, was certainly involved in something very similar to this and of course the one in France with it's different detail but Karim Benzema and Matthew Valbuena um, which yep. had huge impacts on the French national team too I, I would qualify that because in the case of, of, of Benzema it was yeah um, th- there are obviously elements in um, um, in common but I would be very careful about um, the type of threats which were made mm. uh, in both cases I mean we're talking about people with assault rifles here this is not quite the same. I'm more thinking about what Dimitar Berbatov had to go through when he was at CSK Sofia. Mm. And uh, I think he was threatened as well with um, by very, very bad people uh, who basically wanted him to fix games to give him an, uh, a share of his money and, and the rest of it. Um, it's something that, by the way, is not just happening in France or in Bulgaria or else, you know, somewhere in Africa. Uh, it's also happening. It's also been happening in, in Britain. Uh, there have been cases too. Uh, most of the time, again, you don't hear about those things. And, and it's true that many players um, will see it as a duty in a way to help their, their old friends. And to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. And actually, in fact, there's something quite admirable with that. Um, I know of a few players, I'm not going to give their names, but for, for example, They've got um, childhood friends who've fallen on hard times and employ them through, a, through their own company, paying them like, you know, 3,000 euros a month for what is basically a fictitious job, but just like to hang on close to, to the player, give him a, a measure of emotional security in a way. And that's fine. And they don't step over that line. Here, we're talking about, you know, the red line has been crossed so many, many times. Um, Perhaps to an extent that we we haven't heard of before uh, for a player of that of that caliber that is, um, so yes, and 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 the the consequences for Paul Pogba are absolutely devastating. I mean, the most devastating of it is to find your own kin uh, turning against you, and you know, it's absolutely appalling uh, message that his brother put out on social network in five different languages, I believe, so that mm. to make sure that he could cause the maximum harm. You know, whatever Pogba might have said or not have said, it's very clear to me that there is one victim in this and that's him. 
has that been the reaction within France as well, Philippe? You said you were speaking to some people in circles in Paris about yeah. um, how this has been received. Has it been a very sympathetic reaction towards Paul Pogba or what's the feeling in France yeah. at the back of this? I, I think that you always find some, some people who will say, well, it's typical Pogba, the rest of it. And also some people I will I would also add for political reasons, I mean, racists, basically, mm. uh, who will use this as an argument against him. I think the reaction by far and large uh, has been um, a reaction of sympathy for for the victim of what was basically a kidnapping to start with, because they brought him to the department and I'm not sure that he necessarily wanted to go there. And then uh, ex- threats and extortion of money. Um, so I think v- public opinion is very much uh, in his favor at this stage. Uh, how this will evolve in the coming days, coming weeks, I, I-, I can't tell you because Every day, it seems, or every hour almost, is bringing another element. Something else is becoming public, and it's it's pretty, you know, it's not very defined, to be honest. Would Paul Pogba be considered a popular footballer within France? Because we're very aware of the image from England, which in some ways is this player who came incredibly expensive from Juventus back to Manchester United, and, you know, pundits questioning his work rate while he was there, and then his decision to allow his contract to run down has maybe coloured some of the commentary around Paul Pogba. But how is yeah. Pogba perceived back home? I mean, you will find some people who have a very negative uh, view of him, people who will uh, pick on the same things, you know, the uh, the hair, uh, the behavior, the demeanor and so forth. Uh, the, you know, the hype around him. But I think in France, most people who do care about their football will remember one thing above, above all others is that he's been a magnificent player for the French national team mm-hmm. all throughout. And... Uh, that I don't think that France would necessarily be going to Qatar with um, a world title to defend if it hadn't been for the efforts of, among others, of course, like Kylian Mbappe and Conte and many others, all of them, in fact. But Paul Pogba was was really important in that. He's been a, a very important uh, member of DJ Deschamps' uh, team, not just because of his quality and the fact that he's willing to take on uh, responsibilities on the pitch, which perhaps he hasn't been given or hasn't been willing to take for a club, or certainly for Manchester United, possibly. That's a different debate. But for the French team, he has. And also, he's a kind of um, a unifier between um, various generations. He's a senior player, but he's a senior player, I've, I've been told this by a number of people, who takes great care of the, of the newcomers in the team and, and gives them good advice. I've had very few myself very few uh, you know contacts with with Pogba himself what I can tell you is that when it's happened what I found was an extremely smart uh, very polite incredibly courteous uh, young man uh, who was miles away from the public perception which doesn't mean that he's made that all his choices were the right ones but um, he is very important for the French team not just because he's been you know, superb in midfield uh, for for Didier and for Les Bleus. So uh, yes, it's a it's a, it's a big yeah it's a, it's a big question mark, um, which is one we could have done without. Uh, so you know, so briefly um, before the World Cup starts, but um, Deschamps will have to deal with it. And Pogba, uh, 
So, excuse me, yes? Yeah, I was just going to say Pogba, the only thing about him is we'll have to see what his fitness is going to be like for the start of this World Cup as well because well, yeah. he's made his own decision that the World Cup is going to be crucial to his year. He could easily have gone for surgery, accepted that he wasn't going to come back in, until January or February and not played in the World Cup, but he's gone down this path of therapy as opposed to surgery. Now, there's no guarantee yeah. that means he's going to be 100% fit for the World Cup, but I think if France are to go and defend their title successfully in Qatar, they're probably going to need Paul Pogba to be fit realistically. There are alternatives. Uh, it's not as if there were uh, there were no young players who could take on, if not a similar role, but a, a role that, in a way, could compensate for Pogba's absence. I mean, you're thinking of players like Kamaminga, you're thinking of players like Chouameni, for example. Golokante is still there. There are plenty more. Um, it's not just that. Again, it's the, the stature of, of the man and the influence he has in the dressing room, which is a very positive influence, by the way. I repeat myself, but I want to put this point across because I know that outside of France, Pogba's image is rather different. Um, but it might be that Didier Deschamps will have to do without him. Uh, Deschamps is very loyal to his players. Uh, it can happen that a player who hasn't been picked by his club regularly finds himself starting for France. Um, Deschamps has um, somebody who's got um, he's got very good memory of what players have done for him and with him in the past and I think this is an argument for him that will be always top of his list in, almost when he selects his 23 and then the players who are going to wear the jersey on the day of the game so on that side I would say that um, Deschamps will do everything he possibly can to have Pogba come uh, to Qatar with Le Bleu. On the other hand if that gamble is taken, which, by the way, tells you an awful lot of how much he values his role with the national team, because that's taking a big gamble here, big personal gamble. Um, well, what can you say? I mean, it's um, it's it's a gamble. And yes, it might be that France has to, to go to Qatar without him. I don't think it would be necessarily a catastrophe, uh, but it is certainly um, a very big problem to solve. join. The fact is that we are already at the end of August and it's a problem that needs to be sorted out very, very quickly. Um, what I hear is that both Deschamps and the president of the French FA, Noël Legret, are being uh, kept informed very closely of what is happening in this particular story. This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. She didn't even have to break stride. It was absolutely sublime. Yeah, we just we watching it on repeat, yeah. like just yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and it's rightfully getting the attention it deserves. Subscribe to the OTV Koi gig pod on the OTV Sports app now. And in this story, Kylian Mbappe is very much on the periphery, Philippe, of the story itself. Yeah. Do you think this is going to have any effect on them, though? I mean, obviously, the reason that it ends up probably in the headlines mm. is because of how bizarre the story around the witchcraft and the hexing and the claims are being made. But will there be any yeah. material impact on Kylian Mbappe at all here? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think Kylian Mbappe is um, the type of, um, type of person who can... Uh, make an abstraction almost of what is going on around him. I don't think he will let it get to him. Uh, they're very good at, uh, you know, the, 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 the Mbappé entourage is very, very small. It's, it's not at all in the same situation as Paul Pogba. Uh, his parents are very much the rock on which his, uh, his career has been built. And they are still his closest advisors and the people he relies on to give him not just advice, but uh, um, 
also to uh, to create a, a kind of protection zone around him. And on top of that, I think he's probably the most mature young man of his age on the planet. Mm. <laughs> and he's been for a while. Um, and he's not that kind of... Uh, unless, you know, because he's not involved in that in anything other than a pretty wild story about a hex being put on by some kind of witch doctor, if you excuse the expression, marabout. I don't, I, I don't know the translation for that um, in English. Um, so that's the only way he's in, implicated in the story. He's, as you say, he's on the periphery of it. And because he's on the periphery of, periphery of it, he's going to have to feel a lot of questions about it, obviously, at some point. Uh, but I completely trust him to be able to deal with that with his uh, customary calm and to carry on playing at the level he's been playing for quite a while uh, without too much um, impact on, on, on the level of that play. Maybe he'll welcome the opportunity to laugh off questions about witchcraft as opposed to being continually asked about his relationship with Neymar and his influence at PSG oh. and all that kind of stuff yeah. he's had to deal with at the start of the season. Like You talk about a mature man. This is a guy who you know, turned down the idea of going to Real Madrid, decided to stay at PSG. He's this circus mm -hmm. uh, within the media for the first month or so of the season. To me, it doesn't seem to affect Kylian Mbappe's performance at all. No, it doesn't. That's uh, that's who he is. And he's been like that since he was a teenager. Um, there's this famous story that when he was, I think, 12 or 13 years old, because he's been programmed in a way to become a super player, because his talent was so obvious from the beginning that... Uh, maybe I, 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 let, let me go back. I, I once spoke to a scout, uh, not from a French club, from a Spanish club, and I was talking to him about Mbappé. And he told me that... Mbappe had been um, on his book since he was nine. Hmm. I think, okay. And he said, and by the time he was 12, we knew we could never get him. All right, that gives you an idea of what, what we're dealing here with. And his parents, bless them, have been aware of that and have tried to protect him while at the same time enabling him to make the most of his talent. And they've done that very, very carefully and very intelligently. And by the time he was 12, uh, Kylian Mbappé was rehearsing press conferences in which he had to answer journalists' questions as if he had just won the World Cup or the Champions League or the French League or whatever. himself, And it was not just daydreaming, it was part of his um, formation as, as a footballer. He understood, he's so smart that he understood he would have to deal with this aspect of the job very early on and he's managed on a way to to do it in such such a fashion that when he speaks he is the ultimate consummate performer in front of the in front of a microphone speaks beautifully beautiful french grammatically perfect choice of words is just impeccable but without uh, taking away any of his spontaneity which is like how do you do that? I don't know. He, he has a secret, obviously, and the secret is who he is. And and so because of all that, uh, I don't think you will you will see a, a Kylian Mbappe who is adversely affected by what is happening. He will be able to to verbalize what he's feeling, and he will do it in an honest fashion. And he will always keep his, his eyes on on the bigger picture and what he wants to do with with his life as a footballer. Um, so I have no fears whatsoever for him. For Pogba, it's, it's rather different because 
the emotional cost of this because it's it's a complete um, breakdown of his relationship with his family because you know his brother well it's also his extended family and the friends from the, you know the environment he comes from suddenly you've got this thing coming at you you know this howling face um, asking for money and you realize you know that's all they care for about me I mean he's first and foremost a human being and that's when I think we've got to, re to remember mm. rather than you know it would be easy to concentrate on the the wilder sides of the story you know the witch doctor the hex and so forth well, I think the most important thing that this young man he's a young man um, who came to visit his family and his friends was again taken probably against his will or if you know it's obvious that something fishy was going to happen to a flat where he was threatened and um, with people armed with assault rifles. I think that's the only thing that we should really be worried about at this point, it's, you know, and um, and that we should show some um, some understanding and sympathy for what he has gone through. Yeah, a remarkable story, but a remarkably dark story as well. Philippe, it's awful. Thanks so much for your time on the show tonight. Thank you very much. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports